Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Matt Patel, the co-founder and chief operating officer of Malbec, a contract lifecycle management software platform. Hi, Matt. How are you? Doing great, Ari. Thanks for having me on your podcast here. It's a privilege. I'm looking forward to this conversation. So tell us about your background and the genesis of Malbec. While growing up, I never imagined or said, oh, I want to be a a CLM technologist one day, right? That was not what I grew up as. I'm actually an engineer out of college, done a lot of software and consulting projects in my career. But it's back in 2006 when I first ventured into a CLM solution company. Back when I call it the CLM 1.0, the older technologies were just coming up. And spending 10 years there, learned a lot about CLM. What works, what are customers trying to do with this platform, where are the current technologies struggling, and worked with a lot of large global companies implementing CLM, built a lot of relationships with analysts, but also lived through the pain of the technology challenges with those older products. So Malbec is our vision of taking that learning from the past, what works, what doesn't, and solving that problem for contracting professionals in legal, of course, but also for sales, procurement, finance, and everyone in the enterprise that has the pain around contract management. What are the advantages for law departments that use a CLM platform versus those handling their contracts manually? Technology is one of those things, it's a must-have. Not everybody wants the change. When you say manual, it's like Microsoft Word email, and maybe you use e-signature solution. And that works for most companies, and attorneys are used to that. And there's nothing easier than getting into a Word document, editing it the way you want it, and emailing it off. It's easy, but it's not scalable, and it's risky. Did you use the right language? Did you use the latest template? Did you use the latest clauses? Did you get the right approvals? Who's got the latest version? Am I updating the last version or am I already outdated on the version I'm updating? There's a lot of challenges as you grow. And then being able to search for contracts, being able to track renewals and milestones and obligations. That's where CLM technology comes in. The challenges that this technology is meant to solve is much bigger than just helping you draft the initial version or review and approve. It goes And that's why we call it the contract life cycle management. It's not just contract management. It is from the time that somebody said, you know what, I need to do an NDA with this particular entity to start talking to them and eventually create a a sales or a partnership agreement or purchasing agreement. And over the life of that contract, manage those obligations and do amendments. So that whole journey is contract life cycle management. How are legal teams deploying artificial intelligence in their contract management processes? AI is um, a buzzword over the last three, four years that took up a lot of attention. And there's also a lot of confusion in the market. What is AI? And just when people started to get that under control and fully understand it, here comes chat GPT and generative AI, which is another concept. So let's break it down. There's the the AI concepts of taking your contract, 
reading through that language, processing that language, and giving you insights into that, extracting the data, extracting the clauses, telling you what's good or bad about that clause. That's where AI is there to assist you as a contracting professional. It's not replacing your your role. It's not going to be 100% accurate. That is an expectation that I think the entire industry needs to have, that don't expect AI to magically do everything for you and you just sit back and relax. It is an assistant. It will read and, and identify the risk, identify the terms and clauses, but you still need to review. But it'll just expedite your job. You'll be able to review more contracts faster and not have to hire more people to keep up with the contracting volume. The next level is the generative AI capabilities, as people are calling it, chat GPT. So what is that all about compared to the existing AI? That takes the information to the next level. So imagine you're reviewing a contract. And typically, if you have in-house counsel, great. As a business user, I will send it to my counsel to say, look, you know, I got these red lines from my customer and the liability clause is all red. They've made a lot of changes. I don't know what they did. You need a lawyer to read and tell you. Or if you're using outside counsel, now you're spending 15, 20 minutes, half an hour, one hour of billable time to decipher that language, to make a decision as a business user whether you're going to accept that liability language or not. Well, chat GPT, one example is it can turn that into plain English. And now as a business user, I can just see, okay, this is what my customer did. I don't even have to ask my lawyer because I'm not going to accept uncapped liability, for example. So it just makes that part of your role easier. As a business user, you're not so dependent on the attorneys and then attorneys can focus on the core business and more important things. In these practices, how are the legal teams collaborating and coordinating with procurement and the business units? Without a proper enterprise CLM in place, they will, what I've seen typically is there are these intake forms, a system. Maybe you use Jira or you use ServiceNow or, or some kind of an intake workflow that allows your entire company to submit a request into legal. Hey, can you look up if we have an NDA or can you send me this signed uh, sales agreement from last year or can you tell me when this expires? Simple requests. Or it could be a new contract. Here's all my information about my counterparty. Can you please generate a draft and send it to me? And then it's a black hole. The business user is frustrated. Okay, I sent this to legal two weeks ago. I don't know where it is. Legal is saying, well, we're busy. I don't have time to draft this for you because I'm dealing with so many other priorities. Even though it's your own template and all you need is that draft created and given to the business user. So the intake systems, then a manual process of word and email in legal, and then procurement will have maybe a supplier management or a vendor management system, take Coupa or Oracle or Ariba or any of the, the procurement systems. Sales will have CRM and CPQ, Salesforce, HubSpot, Dynamics. That's where they all live. Those are their solutions. They don't want to log into a legal system. Just like we're not going to expect a legal professional to go to Salesforce and work there. How do we connect all these folks so that I can submit a request from a CRM or a vendor management system. And if it's my paper, this is my template, why even wait a minute longer than I have to? It should immediately generate a draft because legal doesn't have to do anything. Just inject my counterparty details, add the right clauses based on the type of request and give me a draft. 
So that's where the technology is taking these companies where sales, legal, and procurement have to work together. What are some best practices for legal teams to get the most out of a CLM platform? There are two types of organizations that we work with. Those who have implemented CLM back in the day with an older technology and those who have never had it before. If you've implemented CLM before, then clearly you have learned what's working, what's not, and you've refined your processes, you've refined your requirements. The most important thing for those types of organization is align with the capabilities of the modern solutions. The older products used to let you custom code everything. You can make it exactly what you want. You can customize the code line and modify the platform, whereas the newer products won't let you do that. So you have to use out-of-the-box capabilities and configure your processes and your workflows. But you're still going to work with what the newer product provides out of the box in terms of configurability. The net new customers, those who have never had CLM, I would take it like two steps back before even implementing CLM. And, and I know everybody says this, I'm going to say it today, people and process first before technology. And that is real. You cannot just take your current process and your current team the way they are, their roles, and just say, here you go, here's CLM and make it work. It won't work. It will fail. They need to think about, okay, if I have five versions of my sales agreement or my SOW or my NDAs, what's the difference in all these five? Is it just that the governing law clause is different based on the region I'm working in? Is it the liability or the termination based on the type of counterparty or market that I'm working in, those all can be consolidated with technology. So start to reduce the redundancy. Approvals. Are you sending it to 10 people just because they're all the execs and it's more like, I need to send it to you just so you know, but you're, you don't really have to approve it. If the VP of finance says, look, you know, if the payment term is standard and the value is less than, let's say, 100000 and the risk is already covered and approved, I don't need to approve as VP of Finance. Only bother me when you're against some of my standard provisions. So the workflows, you start to think about where to reduce these approval dependencies. And I can keep going, but basically those will be the key criteria and steps you take towards a successful rollout. What mistakes should legal teams leveraging CLM avoid? The first mistake to avoid is don't surprise your business teams with this new solution and make them accept it. So legal shouldn't just buy and implement on what they think is a contracting process for the whole company and say, here you go sales and here you go procurement, use it. Because they won't adopt. They will say, well, you didn't involve me. This is not what, how I do my work or this is, I need something else. So involve them. So that's the first thing. Avoid that mistake. Don't work in a silo. Second is don't go live with the new technology across the whole company. Working with sales and user adoption for sales is different from working with procurement or working with finance. So start with a set of contract types for one department and then move on to the others. Legacy migration, another lesson learned. Just because you have a 100,000 signed PDF somewhere doesn't mean you you need to migrate all of that. It's costly. Even with AI, it's still costly. See which contracts actually matter and which ones you're managing actively and only migrate those. And lastly is appoint the right team, stakeholders from each department that have a say in your requirements, gathering and testing the system and and implementation. If you have a partner that you use, an SI partner, 
there's many CLM savvy implementation partners that we work with. Use them because they do this every day for different companies. So they already have experience implementing such technologies and they can help you avoid some pitfalls. Where do you see CLM development headed? The core part of contracting, just authoring documents, review, approval, signature, that's not changed. That's been around since the old days and it's going to be around for the, for at least my foreseeable future. What's going to change is first the AI components will get a lot better. They're already a lot better than they were two years ago, but I see them getting even much better now with the generative AI and other capabilities, much smarter. So it is going to make the legal team's job easier and they will be doing a lot more value-added work. They won't be reading NDAs all day long. And that, that part of the work should just be gone. Focus on the more important agreements and looking for risk and compliance. The next thing that's going to happen is this technology is going to empower the legal team with the right set of data metrics to take them to that exec meeting and have a seat at the board meeting or exec seat at the exec table. And look, if we're planning to grow 5x this year or 2x, or if we're planning to M&A and, and buy a company or, or grow by acquisitions, here's what we're doing. Here's how many contracts we're processing. Here's what the expected volume is. Here's what our trend has been last four quarters. They can take actual data and, and go, go have their voice heard. If you're going to go do this in the CEO and the sales VP's vision, well, this is what I need from the legal side to support your growth. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Matt Patel, the co-founder and chief operating officer of Malbec, a contract lifecycle management software platform. Matt, thanks so very much. Thank you so much, Ari. Pleasure having you. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.